friends, welcome to Play Along Podcast, a special episode of Play Along Podcast. I'm your host, Jared, and today I'm here with two special boys as well. Special. Kind of. <gasps> special? Oh. I feel so special. I'm so ready for this. Yeah, I'm ready I'm for this I'm ready too. to answer your hot takes and questions. Whatever you got, I didn't. I did not read them or look at them because I wanted to come in here with a fresh brain. Uh, if you didn't know what this is, this is our Q and A episode. This is not a Tuesday. This is on a different day, probably a Thursday. I haven't decided yet, wow. but it's not our normal day. Uh, this is in celebration of us hitting one thousand downloads slash listens. And I went to Twitter. Thank you. And well, yeah, thank you guys. We really appreciate it. But I went so to much Twitter. that we forget to thank you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Shout out exactly. to my mom for being 875 of those downloads. <laughs> <laughs> She'd really have DP, man. Yeah. Number uh, one listener. Just like refreshing the, the episode, just listening to like five seconds of each one. <laughs> She's got it on Good Pod. She's got it on Spotify. She's got it on Tidal, Apple Music. She's playing it all at once. Just like in all full, full surround stereo. <laughs> Uh, but I went to Twitter and asked you guys to give us questions, and you guys did not disappoint. There is a shit ton of questions here, and I am excited to uh, read them off. And just to start off, the first question is from the guys over at One Hour One Decision Podcast One H One D. They asked, "How did you guys meet?" Very good intro, uh, basic question, but um, well, I met okay. Kai about twenty five <laughs> <Yes>. years ago. <laughs> Me, 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 me and Jared are related, so that's a hard one. I came out of the womb, and he was kind of there, and that is the story. I don't, I don't remember it, but that's probably how it went. Yeah, yeah. You guys are cousins, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Wait, I always cousins. call you brothers, like half brothers or something. I don't know why. We're pretty much brothers. We're we, attached we, to yeah, the hip. Yeah, we spent a lot of time together. Especially Generally. now that we do this podcast. <laughs> well, okay. We live together now as well, well so that, that helps. But we spent a lot of time in our childhood together. Jared would come live with my family during summers and then would yeah. eventually come live with us for a couple years during middle school. But And then eventually at college, living with you? Forever. Yeah, we, 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 exactly. We've, we've been together for a long time. Yeah. Well, it's nice, though. It Me and Jared nice. know each other through the website I used to run. Yeah, I actually used to do a another podcast, which I won't name because I don't want you guys to hear it. Um, <laughs> and you want them to hear it? making a comeback. <laughs> I think you just uh, talking about my one. I was like, go on. I want to hear no, yours no, too. No, but... Uh, and we had an Instagram. And what I used to do is I would just post about, you know, things we would record. I would just post about gaming news and everything. And I remember Ben had messaged me on Instagram. And he was like, hey... I have a gaming website. Do you want to write for me? And I was hey, like, sexy boy. Absolutely. <laughs> I would love to write for your website. Uh, and that's how Ben and I met. It was, yeah. it was that easy. Yeah. I started it. Love um, ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I started it. Um, it was an Instagram page and then I decided to make it a website. So I reached out to a couple of people who were like regular engagers with yeah. the with the pipe with the page and sort of seemed like they had an interest in video games um and i mean you dan and uh a person called hannah were the first kind of free mm -hmm. um hannah ended up leaving uh and doing her own thing i think she ended up opening her own business and stuff but me and dan still talk um still best yeah. mates um if you ever hear me refer to somebody as Gramps, that's the person I'm talking about, my friend good, Dan. Good old Gramps. Yeah, we call him Gramps because people think it's because he's older than us. It's not. It's because we used to go to EGX, which is like a conference here in, in the UK. 
Um, it was like a convention, like a gaming convention run by Eurogamer. And we would go and when you go as press, it's very different to when you go as a as a patron. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you go as press, you get bombarded by everybody because you have like a big lanyard. And so yeah. developers see press and they're like, oh my God. So we would be walking around for like eight or nine hours a day. And every time that we went, me, Reese and Dan would go and Dan would always be like, oh, my back, my legs, my arms. <laughs> so you know, pushing him around in a wheelchair. <laughs> We ended up calling him Gramps, and uh, it kind of stuck. It was but interesting because yeah. I, I remember in was episode of your old podcast, Ben, that I was a part of for a while, the Bulletin Broadcast. Uh, oh, you're name dropping that one? <laughs> He's coming back. The show before. He's coming oh. back, man. Me, there Greg, and Dan are carrying it on oh, soon. So. I'm excited. I, I was listening to all the ones with you guys. But anyways, there was a conversation that you, Greg, and Dan were having about the age where in between you – falling and you having a fall and what that age is Dan was, <laughs> yeah. Dan was talking about that <laughs> yeah he that. was saying that like one of his friends fell and she was like i had a fall and he kind of realized he was at that age he's not even that old i think he's like 32 no he's literally like his early 30s so uh, me and, me and Ben, I think, spoke for the first time in the first episode of this podcast. <laughs> we did not yeah. even talk on Discord or anything. No. Um, was, no like, we the first interaction we had was the first episode of Ocarina of Time. So yeah. mm-hmm. it, was just, it, got, it connected, you know. People like yeah. I saw I was thinking about it, but I was like, you know, it's just you're you're very similar to like Jared in terms of your sense of humor and how easy you are to approach and stuff. So it was, we just, we vibed. Wow. No one has ever told me that before. Jared Nobody. is by far the nice one, but I will take it. I'm going <laughs> to <I'm gonna> cash <laughs> in on, on that compliment I mean, and I'm like, own it. You guys have like your own like personalities and stuff, but in terms of like. You're just a white sense- me, really, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a brown you. I don't know how that works. That feels racist. No, but- I'm, you, A, you're older and B, I'm definitely a, a, just a white you. I was going to say, I don't know if you mentioned this, but Jared is, is, is mixed race. So. Yep. Oh yeah, Jared's Jared's a brown boy, which is I'm okay. a brown boy, and Kai is not a brown boy. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, gangly and white as fuck, so it's okay. You guys are similar in terms of like your your sense of humors and stuff yeah. like that. Obviously, you got your own personalities, but like because of like, I mean, I've known Jared for like what eight years now. Yeah, I think we, I started That's writing crazy. in in twenty like fifteen for you, like 2015, 2016 yeah. is when we were, I started writing, and then not soon after that, you're like, hey, do you want to be in a podcast with me? And I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So it just kind of went from there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's crazy to think that me and Kai got on so well so quickly. Yeah. Also, I feel like I've known you for a very long time, and it's, it's really strange. Eight, eight months or something like that. Yeah, we've only been doing the podcast for like eight or nine months, but it literally feels like years in the, yeah. in the best of ways. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. It's right. timeless. Exactly. Okay, next question, because we do got a lot here. Uh, it's from the people at the Console Kids podcast, and they asked, which this is going to be an interesting one, what was the team's biggest struggle leading up to this accomplishment? Jared Coffin. Yeah, yeah, allergies. <laughs> Fucking just seasonal allergies. You're talking about my yelling with Eric on Twitter. I saw that. <laughs> no, the, I think the 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 biggest issue I feel like is I, I don't it's not commitment, but like the 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 time zone difference and schedule yeah. is yeah. probably the biggest problem that we have. Because I'm I'm eight how eight hours ahead of you guys. Right, exactly. Um, and obviously, yeah. you know, 
we all work Monday to Friday, so weekends are kind of like sacred time for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, not to give a lot of behind the scenes stuff away, but that's why, like, sometimes we'll record double sessions if we if we know mm-hmm. that someone's busy the next weekend. Um, right. I'd, I'd say it's those. probably the biggest. <laughs> bit. We've, yeah. never, we've never missed an episode, though, right? No, we've not. We've been no. doing this for eight months, and there has never oh. been. We've done. We've posted oh, an episode every week. Fucking last welcome, listeners. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what else. I just think of like getting into the groove of that, I guess. You know, I think you've been talked about, you know, us jiving pretty well in the first episode, but I think, you know, listening back to the first episode, we've definitely like come into our own in like, oh my these- God, thank God. <laughs> We peaked episode one. It's been a slow decline. <laughs> no, I think we've definitely like come into our own and, and you know, have f- learned ways of doing this. I remember early on, I would be taking a lot of notes while playing games. Uh, and that's not really necessary anymore. I don't really take <laughs> now, now we don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was much more structured in the beginning. Now it's just like, fuck it. Let's just play this game and talk about it. We realized we that uh, IGN and uh, other companies take much better notes on games than we do. And they're called walkthroughs. <laughs> Just Plus, we also got more comfortable with just like I don't fucking remember what happened. Do you remember? And then he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I remember." And it's like cool. Uh, at least yeah. someone remembers. Yeah, at least someone knows what's going on. Sorry, yeah. I lost Charles for a bit because my headphones decided to die at like the most inappropriate time. <laughs> right when I was explaining my answer, essentially what I was saying was that um, one of the because they were talking about the struggles, and I was like, just you know going from the very first episode and and how we did the podcast to now, I was saying that we really just came into our own and we've kind of learned how this works where it's kind of a little bit awkward in the beginning. I talked about how Kai and I, you know, would take notes and now it's just like, fuck it. We'll just (laughs) record. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you've, Obviously, me and me and Jared have a dynamic because we know each yeah. other. We've also Jared been on a Kai, podcast together. Exactly. Jared and Kai have a dynamic, but like when you mesh them together, like we kind of have to form our, our own dynamic. Yeah. And it, I, I mean, I, I don't think this is horrible to say. I feel like we got lucky um, yeah. in the sense that like from the first episode, the dynamic was always kind of there and we've just had to like... Right finesse it we haven't really i haven't we haven't had to put any work into sort of being friends with one another or anything like that it kind of just happened no that's that's interesting because it kind of just like happened between the two of you because obviously i've known kai my entire life relatives and i've known ben for a very long time and it kind of just felt like that kind of just clicked with the two of you like if you listen back to our episode like we're just in the first five seconds we're all laughing hysterically because i mean i fuck up and i don't even introduce any of us i just go right into the podcast <laughs> so it was like good that's great uh yeah. but i think that kind of just kicked it off of us just like ben in the very like five, first five seconds just cackling laughing in the background which is, <laughs> oh, yeah, is, sure. is, is the best plus i think like we we're very lucky in the sense that like we all approach games differently yeah you know, like we all okay, we all play for fun, but like you know, I mean, I'll talk it a bit later because I know Keith asked a question about me. Um, <laughs> but I'm like me personally, I'm very critical of of video games. Yeah, you know, having having done reviews and talked about the underbelly of the industry for like seven years, mm. it's. I've kind of had to form that attitude in a sense because even though it was a hobby, I always treated it like a second job, you know? Yeah. Um, and so 
doing that as a second job for like seven years, it just kind of become ingrained in me to critique and rip apart the games, which is, yeah. I mean, I'll just answer it now. That's probably why I'm so, why is sort of Keith was saying about me hating games. Um, I know it was a joke and everything, but. I know it was a joke, but it hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt me. But no, I am. I'm, I'm very, I'm a very, um, analytical and critical yeah. person anyway you know having yeah. not just in terms of video games but like my my education after compulsory education everything i did was psychology mm. which is all to do with you know critiquing ripping apart looking at both sides of the situation both sides of the argument and right one of the one of the key things they teach is is critical thinking and that's mm. why here in the uk like a lot of businesses will look for psychology students like you'll find that people study psychology and then go and work in like financing and stuff because oh, they have interesting. That, they have that critical thinking skill they have those analytical skills because finance bros are psychopaths <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that's kind of that's why it can come across that i'm maybe hating on a game mm -hmm. more than you two in some situations just because it's okay kai picks up a little bit of that slack i'm like i'm so critical <laughs> i'm offended that no one has said that i hate games i mean it's true ben you you are equally critical or more critical but yeah, at the same no time yeah i know they're like oh that's soft kid it's, it's purely just because <laughs> keith wanted me and us to love super mario rpg and i said it's one of the worst i think i said it was the worst experience you said I it was had. worse I mean, than intelligent cube we all hated that game i'm sorry that's, but that's true we all I still stand by if, if you've played super mario rpg and you've not listened to our series in you don't have to listen to the whole series i'd love if you did but just listen to the last episode listen to our faults and yeah. Try and at, tell at me I'm not wrong. We were insane at the the peak of our insanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just yeah. I kind of doing what I did as a hobby for such a long time kind of shaped the way that I think about games mm -hmm. in a particular way. So yeah, yeah. Next question is from the guys at the Side Questing Podcast, Eric and Tom, and they asked, "How did you come up with the premise of the show?" Uh so essentially this is all you bro yeah, yeah i was like this is all june <laughs> kai how did you come up with the premise no so essentially i mean i've done a podcast or two i was with ben and then kai and i have done one so i've been familiar with podcasts for a while and i enjoy doing them uh and i wanted to do something different and i there's a podcast i listen to and it's called experience share pokemon podcast and what they do is they get a pokemon game and they play it gym by gym and i was like that would be interesting to do with other games like you know get a game and break it up and play it through sections and kind of like recant almost in like uh, a book club kind of format and i remember i was sitting on that idea for a while and then i pitched it to ben and i was like hey do you because I, I wasn't sure i was like i don't know if i'm gonna do this or not i was like would you be interested what do you think about this he's like do it now i'll be a part of it you need to do this right now I'll, i want to do it with you and i was like okay cool <laughs> it yeah. was that it was that uh that ferocity and that encouragement that i was like fuck it let's do this and I was yeah. like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I want to be on that ship. I don't want to be part of that at all. <laughs> no, I had a similar reaction. <laughs> I was like, oh. It was interesting, too, because we, I mean, from day one, we've kind of pitched this as a book club for games. And I think that it definitely is. But someone had commented, and I, I'll have to look for the comics. I don't remember who did it. But they said that this, our, our podcast was like an... Um, 
like a interesting audiobook or like it was more of just like an engaging audio or entertaining that was the word they used an entertaining mm-hmm. audiobook and i was like yeah that's kind of it's kind of like that as well because we you know more than other people we don't just reflect on our how we feel about the game we recant exactly what happens gameplay wise narrative wise you know we go more into depth in that sense so i can see how they would compare that to like an audiobook as well yeah yeah, that makes sense. I didn't fool about it that way, but yeah, I mean, neither. Yeah, and I can, I like, can oh, see shit. it. That's, that's kind of that's kind of an true. audio book club for games. Hey, yeah. you're proficient <laughs> swearing. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. So that was how I came up with the concept of the show. Next one. Uh, those are the three that I had written out. Because <laughs> I was Whoa, like, uh, no, no, no. I, I have, I have all of them with, with me. But this morning I was like, oh, I'll, I'll write them all those out. Those are the and three I, questions. That's gonna say it as a Twitter thread, bro. No, no, okay, <laughs> yeah. I got it. But now I have to just decide how, which one I have to do next. Uh, just go in order. Okay, fine. Well, the, okay, okay. Uh, we are not professional. No, I I, I'm God not going in order. Damn. I don't want you to. I to do. Okay, here we go. This is another one from Eric and Tom at the Side Questing Podcast. I did them twice. Now I feel bad, but I've already started. Uh, they asked, how many accents slash voices can Kai actually do? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a lot. A lot. I don't know. I, I don't just. Know they, they wanted you to do it on this yeah, episode. Do I, have to, or? do I have to do them like off the top of my dome? I well, like, I mean, okay. also doing doing an accent and doing an accent well are two very separate things. Like, I can do any accent badly, and I think that's true <laughs> for most people. I've got mm-hmm. a, I've got a couple I've got a couple sleeper accents that I don't think I've pulled out yet. But other than that, oh, Jared knows. Okay. Me and Jared yeah. have been playing. Uh, I'm a very passive gamer in the sense that for most of my life, I've watched Jared play games, uh, and that has been my experience through most things. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also usually the person who uh, will voice the characters in some way. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, I got a, I got like a lot of just just like okay. Every character in every game we've played has pretty much had the same like four base accents. <laughs> and ever since fucking Big Mouth came out, I've uh, my coach Steve is what I do for every. Oh, just, he's like, a, he does a great coach Steve. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll pull it out one of these episodes, but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll the answer the, cool the answer is a few so good and most bad. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. my accent. I, I feel like your your de facto is like the New Jersey. 100 uh, yeah. kind of yeah. go that's the go-to yeah for yeah. sure you did a great southern accent on the um the episode where we talked about daniel craig and knives yeah. out that yeah. was good that was a good yeah. one i also want people to know that this is how i am in in real person as well like i use these accents at work as <laughs> like this is not this is not a podcast act like i this is just who i am i have no control over it also anymore. the fact that he used the word in real person just tells you <laughs> everything you need to know about Kai. <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> slap us okay. with the next question next question is actually from nick from quit the build and they asked they said you may have already explained this in an episode but what is your game selection process like you play such an unusual mix of games many of which i've never seen or heard of before dartboard um, yep we all just we all get on a <laughs> discord call and we're like what's next and we're like, uh no i mean it started out from the very beginning that each of us would pick a game each of us yeah. just started out you saying, guys, we are playing Ocarina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'll choose this time, and maybe I'll let you choose next time. <laughs> That's how this Jared's started. secretly a tyrant. We, I you am. guys think that we are suggesting, like, Jack, Jared, uh, Kai didn't suggest uh, Kentucky Route Zero. Jared was like, you are playing. You're going to yeah. say that this is your like, game. I was like, you better tell everybody you're an indie ho. You better only play indie games. He actually had a... Jared uses subliminal messaging to like... 
weave us into his little his little podcast group. He's like, y'all yeah. gonna. Have you seen that thing in Kentucky? What route did you take to your computer this morning? <laughs> and you're like, you know what? I kind of want to take Kentucky routes here. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I genuinely like. I, I like this because we just to bounce off of what you said in all seriousness. Like, we did yeah. start um, just kind of like we would discuss it on the Discord, yeah. and so after after uh, Legend of Zelda we were talking and Kai was like, I think this is the game I want to do. And we were like, yeah, okay, cool. And then I don't want to like toot my own horn, but I, I don't remember when it came up, but I was like, wouldn't it be cool if the other two didn't know what was coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, okay, do you know what? Like we all agreed, like, let's see, let's see how it goes. And I, I feel like that's one of my favorite parts of this is like not knowing yeah. what you guys are going to throw at me. Oh, 100%. Like we, we will say like in the, in the discord and stuff, we'll talk and be like, right. Okay. The game's going to be on this platform or it's going to cost yeah. this amount of money. Yeah. It's going to be on game pass, whatever. Yeah. We usually, uh, we usually discuss it. Like if it is going to cost funds at a certain amount, we will be kind of vague with it. Like, Hey, are you willing yeah. to spend this much? And if it's for like a big thing, then like, okay, are you willing to spend this much for this game? Sometimes we'll give some insight, but most of the time it's just like, this is on game pass or this is going to be like 10 bucks or whatever. And then we'll just go from there. Yeah. 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 And that, that's and one a, of my favorite things. The other benefit is we all have very different taste in games. Like, I mean, yeah, I obviously am an indie hoe, and those are just the things I like to play. It's the things that I find interesting, um, and you all have different uh, appreciations as well. And I think that works out because yeah. for most podcasts, especially in the gaming world, it's usually centered around like one type of game or one franchise yeah. or gaming news. Um, and so you don't really get diverse, you know, look at a bunch of different games, which yeah, yeah it's which been enjoyable. I think has, yeah, it's been so cool playing games that you normally wouldn't. Except mm. for Super Mario RPG, that that should suck. <laughs> like, I, I I never in a million years would have touched Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and I mean, I've said it before, and I'll, I'll say it again. Like to this day, it's one of my favorite things that we've done on this show. Just like the, the Good discourse job, we had around it. I mean, you but didn't even make then, Kentucky Route Zero, but you suggested it. Even then, like um, Doom '93, same thing. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed talking about it. That Dragon Cancer was one that I'd been putting off and the podcast gave me a good reason to play. So I'm, yeah, I'm fucking loving it. Anna, love Anna Perna liking our, our tweet is, is I don't know if there's a question. It's like, what is the That's highlight peak. of this podcast for you? But that for me, that was yeah, like, Perna liking our Kentucky Red Zero God tweet. Yep. Damn. That's exciting. That was fun. Okay. Uh, next question is from, we'll do, we'll do all three of these because these are in a bulk, but this is from Ben's own Ellie. And she asks That's not her us, name. She is yeah. my fiance. No, no, no. Her, her name is, it's her legal name is Ben's own Ellie. Ben was like, you have to make your Twitter handle, handle Ben's own Ellie. I'm Please sorry. Uh, but she asks us, what is your favorite video game movie? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be that guy. Actually, are you going to put Free Guy? Does that count as a video game movie? I mean, I mean, if that counts as a video game, that's one of my favorites because that movie is fucking brilliant. Free Guy is really good, actually. I would um, say, I would say, yes, you can count it because there's many a video game reference in there. Okay, I, I will say Free Guy in parentheses if that doesn't count. Detective Pikachu. Oh, I did like Detective Pikachu. Um, if not, damn, this is. This I am is a, a fucking 
I'm a big simp for the Resident Evil movies. Would you... Okay, if we're considering Freakout, would you consider Ready Player One to be a video game movie? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm, okay. I think I'm yeah. going to choose Ready Player One, because there's also many a video game reference in there, or pop culture at least, but I really like that movie. Yeah, I mean, I'd, it depends on what mood I'm in. Like, Detective yeah. Pikachu is just a good movie. Free Guy yeah. is just a good movie. But if it specifically has to be video game-based... Resident Evil movies. I love just switching my mind off. They're mindless fun, and you're just mm. like, uh-huh, pretty woman shoot zombie. Uh, yes, I am. It's like Welcome to Raccoon City or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's actually going to be a decent video game movie. Um, not looking forward to the Mario movie. That's going to be interesting. I am, I am looking forward to the Mario movie. I'm ready to see all of that fucking chaos happen. <laughs> Keenan Michael Key is toad. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Kai. What's your what's your favorite video uh, game movie? I don't watch a lot of video game movies, um, but I know <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I'm gonna say Pokemon 2000. I was, oh, gonna, okay. I was gonna ask this: Did you count of, count is as a movie? Because it's technically like it wasn't. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, also, like, I want people to understand that this is not something that I watched like when I was eight. This is something I watched like recently. six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Me and Jared binged all of the uh, Pokemon movies over again. And we had to yes, track down did. a DVD to find fucking Jirachi's Wishmaker because oh, God. for some goddamn reason, the same company doesn't have the rights to distribute. This is neither here nor there, but uh, all those movies are great. I have no problems, but Pokemon, Pokemon. 2000 is, is a banger. It's my favorite. Yes, it is. Is that the Mewtwo one? No, that's a Lugia one. Lugia. Oh, okay, right. I like the I like the Mewtwo one. That's the first one. Yeah, the first one. That's great. I actually went and uh, watched. Um, what isn't great is they did a reboot. It was like Pokemon I Choose You. That wasn't so good. Pikachu yeah. talked. I mean, it was. It had it had great animation, but Pikachu did talk, and I was like, "What's happening? Why is Pikachu talking?" He's like, "You're always be my best friend, Ash." And yeah. I'm like, "What is happening?" Yeah. Oh brother, my brother. Okay, there's great just song. so many right. great movies and Pokemon next, films. Next, so. next question, still from Ellie. She asks, uh, "Aliens have landed. They want okay. to see what games are about. What's one game? Wait, what one game would you show them?" Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the one I asked her to put in because I ah. knew my answer straight away. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Well, we'll go for it because I have to think about it a bit. Okay. All right. So, my answer is something I don't think anyone would expect because. I would have them play a game called Stick Fight the Game. I love Stick Fight. Kai and I played that too. It's so fun. Yeah, we've played a lot of Stick Fight. Just because it's... So for anybody who doesn't know, you essentially are playing as stick men or people. Sorry, stick people. um, And you just have to knock everyone else out of the arena or kill them with the weapons that they have on the map. And it's just... You move the stick. It's like... One button jumps, one button blocks, one button attacks. That is it. Mm. And it's just, I I feel like it's just a good entry point. Maybe not necessarily, like any game like that that's really simple to pick up. And, you know, some people might say like Mario Kart, but to me, like, you know, Mario Kart, you've got like knowing what each item does. You've got the drift in, like there's a bit more Mm -hmm. to it. Something like that, if, if it was like, an alien and they had no clue what the fuck games were i feel like that's a nice simple entry point just free buttons spam attack shit have fun we had some friends over the other week um ellie's cousin and her boyfriend and ellie and her cousin don't really play games they're not big 
on on that sort of stuff and i put on stick fight we had four controllers and we all played for like an hour and every single person had a great time interesting i had a i had a completely different approach to this i mean uh, when you were talking about you know showing them stick fight because of the simplicity and it's about like simple fun and stuff like that i was like oh shit i went way more analytical because they wanted to see these aliens want to see what games are about so i was like okay what are most games you know the popular genre is shooters i would just be like here's call of duty Warzone. here's a shooter 90 percent of a lot of the popular games out right now are just this and if you want to know what games are about what a lot of them are and the popular ones they're just shooters See, like this. A, a decision That's where my like mind went first a decision like that is what triggers independence day <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean That's true. It, that may be a bad decision i mean <laughs> my choice is dark souls so you want to really trigger oh, independence wait, day wait, i want to hear your your reasoning for this now my reasoning i yeah. think dark souls is a perfect representation of video games as like a thing Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there's very different types of video games. Don't get me wrong. I'm an indie hoe. I get that. But Dark Souls, adventure game, kind of dark and gritty, very mm-hmm. difficult, which is kind of the point of games is to like be a challenge. Challenge, yeah. Uh, and, you know, it'll just piss them off and that'll be funny. It'll just be funny to watch some alien with, you know, three arms struggle to master Dark Souls, but can master intergalactic travel. And that's <laughs> deeply comical to me. If um, I had to pick like a, a game game to show off what a game can do, I would probably pick The Last of Us Part 1. Ooh. Just because to me... <laughs> would they connect with the human parts of that, though? I guess it's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to, to me, maybe they wouldn't connect with it, but to me, that's like that was the game that made me realize like this is what game is you know games are art games are cinematic they tell a story that was kind of the breakthrough point for me so i think from a simplicity standpoint like if i had to choose a game for people to get into like i think journey is a great place for people to start um okay no minecraft nah man minecraft is is one of those games for me personally that seems like it would work but me and greg were talking about it and there's too much of a knowledge curve in that game. I guess you, yeah, you, I guess you do get to a point where it gets like fairly difficult, <laughs> but I feel like you can at least for the most part be pretty passive in that game and kind of just do what you want and it still have an enjoyable time. I don't know, man, because I, I, I feel so like much Minecraft. <laughs> when I when I first played it, I got dropped in and it was like, cool. My friend was like, right, you need to build a crafting table to be able to get the good shit and to be able to start making pickaxes and stuff. Go and make a crafting table. And I was like, what how how do and he had to like walk me through it and be like right you need this that this like it's it's but it's almost like the epitome of what video games are for the most part which is throwing you into a world and trying to learn about that world and with minecraft it's almost to the extreme where it's like they don't tell you how to really do anything you gotta just have to figure it out for your own and have that kind of curiosity and have that you know exploration i mean i will also say that I mean, I've been playing Minecraft since the alpha came out. Oh, so it's great. It, it's pretty much like years. steeped into my fucking brain how to do basic functions in Minecraft. And I was also <laughs> like 11 when Minecraft came out originally. So, you know, I think that, I think I'd probably be pretty biased in being like, yeah, Minecraft is an incredibly simple game and everything is logical because I just because <laughs> I, I was raised all. literally with the logic of how that game oh. works. Um, yeah, but he, I, I could see. I mean, we, me and Jared play, ended up playing uh, like an hour of Minecraft with a friend of mine who had never played it. And he's very big into video games. He loves like it was very everything funny. video games. But he was just like, 
what is the point? What are we doing? Like, what's the task? And we're like, there's yeah. nothing. You're just, you're just chilling. And he's like, what, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm like, nothing. And I think that's hard for a lot of people. Like, unless that's like, unless you're looking to just like be creative and relax and like explore kind of a simplistic world, like, especially if you have a very standard understanding of how video games function, it can probably be pretty frustrating to be like, you're not doing anything. You're just relaxing. Yeah. Uh, that was the long-winded way of answering that question <laughs> from all of us. Either I, way, we're fucked if aliens come. So. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the last question here, at least in this section from Ellie, is, is Ben taken asking for a friend? So, Ben, are you indeed taken? I am. Oh, I am con- contractually obligated. <laughs> contractually. <laughs> I do not believe that that's not the question that Ben told her to ask. No. <laughs> you think that's the one? <laughs> yeah, he was like, he's like, hey, put this in here. <laughs> she put that on and she was like, Jared doesn't have to ask. Just tell him not to ask it. So. Oh, well, it already happened, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question is from the... Oh, no, we, are, no, we didn't do that one. Cool. Uh, it's from the guys over at the List Off podcast, and they said, which video game character do you relate with the most? Oh, God. Um, well, I'm a white man, so all of them. I'm a brown, I'm a, I'm a brown man, so none of them. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know if I necessarily have ever related to I was I was gonna kind of, I was gonna say this too and when you're playing video games you kind of I mean there's it, there's one way to you know immerse yourself in the game but I think at all times there's a little bit of you know being pulled out of the situation uh, being aware that you're playing a video game I would say the most and this may just be like it, what what game emotionally got to me the most was just from Last of Us Part 2 I mm-hmm. think there is situations in all. I mean, their situation is fucking batshit crazy, and I've never been in a zombie apocalypse where uh, shit happens. Um, but I think there is there's human emotions in there that I can understand and relate to, and I think that is probably one of my better examples of of a character or set of characters that I relate with most. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I'm going to piggyback off of that because mm-hmm. when I when I heard relate, I kind of imagined like me thinking I am that character. And I was yeah, like, yeah. no, but yeah, I definitely think like Ellie in the last of us part two mm. is, is one of the characters that I was not only was I emotionally invested in it, but I kind of looked and was like, I mean, I've been in that position where somebody has done something to piss you off. Mm-hmm. And I mean, especially when I was younger, you know, you're sort of teenager, a lot more hormonal and like growing yeah. up in, in London and like, you know, on a council estate, there's a lot of shit that, that happens. <laughs> so you kind of grow up in that environment where people tell you, you know, if somebody says something, you punch them. Yeah. And so obviously as I grew up, I, I grew out of that and I'm, I'm not in that mentality. So to see nice Ellie, them. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of knife crime over here. Um, oh God. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Um, to, to see Ellie having that emotional response and to go on the, the path of vengeance that she went on, I, I feel like I did relate to that because I, I, you know, yeah. I could imagine if, if somebody did what they did, Right. I could imagine wanting to do the same response that, that Ellie did. Yeah, um, I think that's where I was coming from. I relate more with the feelings and the, you know, ideas of those situations. I'm like, yeah, I would probably feel that similar way if I was in said situation. So that's kind of where I went with the question. Kai, what about you? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Francis Vendetti. Who? 
that is the main character of a game called The Artful Escape. Oh in my which gosh. Is a direct fucking clone of me. If you okay. which, which I'm very upset about. Annapurna, I'm suing you. I saw uh, the hipster game art. Yeah, it's I mean, like yeah. the main character is just a guitar look. playing white boy with brown hair, and Jared was like, "This is you're literally in a game," and I was like, "That's racist," but that's okay. It's on my um, list to play, so I'm very excited to. But to other see that. other than that character that does resemble me shockingly close as a fucking annoying hipster boy, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever been like really truly connected to a character where I'm like, "Wow, I really identify with that character." Um, Ben, yeah. I posted a picture of it in the Discord. That's exactly what Kai looks like. <laughs> so mean. Um, I mean, it's oh, true. Oh, holy I'm not, shit. I'm not going <laughs> to deny it. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't know if I've ever really like deeply connected with one yeah. character. I find characters very interesting, and that's different. Like, I think there are yeah. some incredible, compelling characters in video games, and I'm like, wow, I would love to experience this person's life, but I, there's never been one character where I'm like, yes. Yeah, that is that, that is who I want to be. Yeah. Not even like you've related to like a situation. their journey or their actions or not, not really. I mean, what I don't know how I would re- relate to most games that I play. They're like like farming I like farming Sims, Sims like, like Astroneer <laughs> and Slime Rancher. So it's yeah. I was gonna say you are ever- the you are the protagonist. Like you yourself is making decisions. So how yeah. do you relate to being turned into a electronic skeleton man working at an underground brewery <laughs> i mean I, I could relate to that in the sense of like all labor under capitalism is coercion and like it's not your choice to participate in it and you have to to survive yeah. and that is kind of what that is a commentary on is like you yeah, lose definitely. your bodily autonomy you lose your ability to make your own choices and make your own schedule and you know you're told what to do at work and you're forced to do this stuff so um I, I connect with it in that sense and that I understand where it comes from, but it, personally, I don't identify with that character. I'm, I'm not an older man and I don't yeah. know that experience of living in a place that's desolate. Like we live in Southern mm. California. So yeah, very, very different, very different. than, uh, you know, the middle of the country. Uh, our next question is from uh, the Gaming Together podcast, Nave and Philip, and they ask, "What are the what are the bands slash artists you've all been listening to the most lately?" Oh hell yeah! Oh, go so, on. I let I let you guys go first. I feel like mine are like the most fucking basic I mean, shit. Where did my fucking phone go? Oh, here it is. I mean, I can go first. Yeah, I go don't. first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So what I've been listening to a lot lately, a lot of Vince Staples. Uh, good, is, good is pretty good. Um, a lot of I, I love Freddie Gibbs, so I listen to that a lot. Uh, Mad Lib is actually from the town in which uh, me and Jared live. Um, a lot Oxnard? of Anderson, like Oxnard, Anderson Pack, as well as from Oxnard. So I listen to a lot of Anderson Pack. Not that geography dictates what music I listen to. Um, Georgia Smith, I'm an incredible fan of. I think she has some incredible music. Um, so yeah, those are those are kind of uh, anything from Griselda Group, uh, which is a kind of hardcore mm. head bop out of New York. Um, I have I'm no very idea who any of these people are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I yeah, these are not necessarily the the most popular uh, individuals, but that's kind of generally what I listen to. I listen to a lot of R and B, a lot of hip hop, um, but then you know, there's definitely some classic rock in there. Uh, yeah. 
and there's a little bit of everything. John Mayer, I'm an I'm a huge John Mayer fan. I know that that's a fucking hot take for people, but um, I've been listening to John Mayer since I was like eight years old. Um, yeah, so so that's a that's house. a classic <laughs> all all the time. Um, yeah, very different, very different music. Yeah. Taste. Um. So my for one, my music taste is fucking all over the place. But I would say my music genre of choice recently has been podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you made the joke. I did. I made I made the joke that you you said. Uh, yeah. I have, until just like recently, the last couple of days, I've been listening to things, and I posted this on Twitter. But I've been recessing back into my old emo states, and I've been listening to like Asking Alexandria and My Chemical Romance and. 30 seconds to Mars and just like going through my search on here's all those things. And then it's like the Tarzan soundtrack and Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's about the, uh, the, the range of my musical genre. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the ones I've been listening to recently, but I just listen to podcasts. That's like 99% of my Spotify listening. If I'm listening to anything, it's probably podcasts. But Emo Jared has been coming out in, in full front recently. So embrace nice. him. He's a sad boy. <laughs> um, I am, I'm similar. Um, when I'm at work, I listen to podcasts um, yeah. just because I work alone for seven hours a day, five days a yep. week. And so... I find myself listening to a lot of the same music and it got very tiresome. Um, but when I'm driving home or riding home, I should say, um, I will listen to some music. I normally put one headphone in them and then I can still hear the road and stuff. Um, I'm a very boring person when it comes to my music taste. I don't, I try to, but don't find myself liking modern music. Mm -hmm. um, so, a lot of my playlist is older stuff. Um, I was born and raised a metalhead, so yeah, a lot of my stuff goes from like early Sabbath and Zeppelin mm -hmm. all the way up to like Slipknot, Suicide Silence, Ooh, uh, Cannibal Corpse. I, I don't mind Disturbed. They're not my biggest, but mm. uh, I recently have found myself listening more though to my hip-hop playlist that i have on oh, spotify nice. and um i've been getting into a lot of uh wu-tang fucking love wu-tang i love wu-tang growing up classic. got back into it um <clears throat> wu-tang getting slowly getting into childish gambino um Ooh, i love childish gambino i i've discovered that i fucking love notorious big i just fucking <laughs> I, I i knew that i liked his music but then when i started digging into it like the way that he builds his bars and the way that he flows stuff like he's one of the few people i listen to that uses like mid-sentence rhymes in a lot mm. of his songs like most people just rhyme on the last word right but he will he will rhyme mid-sentence and last word of two sentences it's just it's crazy um but yeah a lot of hip-hop stuff um cypress hill old school stuff yeah i'm an old old oh, tribe called quest I fucking love tribe called quest as well um i also don't know many of those that you said <laughs> but yeah they're they're all very good just so we're clear okay next question is these are a series of questions from keith from the main quest podcast right. uh the first one being as a ferotic podcast if you were or are furries what would your fursona be bro i'd be a dolphin all right 
100 you're horny as fuck all the time God horny as fuck i got an extra hole in the top of my head that i can stick a dick in and that's just a positive for everyone involved i'm naturally smooth and hairless which is something <laughs> that i struggle with in real life uh and uh i'd be in the ocean happy as can be uh, there's like a the hilarious ocean. video of a dolphin just like checking someone off of a surfboard which i find deeply comical uh and yeah i'd be a fucking dolphin because they're also they're also smart. Have you seen a dolphin's brain? It's like twice the size of ours. It has way more ruffles, uh, and that means that they're they're super fucking brilliant. Mm, they have um, the wrinkly brain. Yeah, they got they got big wrinkles. Man, I got I a, was not, a smooth brain, so I, I I'm jealous of dolphins. I was not prepared for how uh, confident you were in this. I w- I was too blown away by your answer to <laughs> even think about my own answer. So Ben, you go. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd be a monkey. See, I can't, that I can't do that. That feels like a problem, man. <laughs> no, that's not enough. I'm, I'm, so I'm big, I'm okay. tall, I'm hairy. There you go. And I like running around and swinging on shit and climbing shit, even though I'm scared of heights, which is ironic. <laughs> and okay. yeah, I just, I've always loved uh, more apes than monkeys, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. I like gorillas. Yeah. All right. I feel like I, I feel like I'd be I feel like I'd be a good silverback. I'm, I'm like six three and I'm the size of a door frame, so I feel like I'd be a, <laughs> I feel like I'd be a good silverback. Uh, I think this is where my mind first went. I represent as uh, as a newborn giraffe because I'm tall, I'm gangly, but I'm the clumsiest motherfucker that's ever he, been. He ever really been is. I have oh. the ankles of of a newborn giraffe where I roll my ankle all the time. He has the uh, ankles of a newborn giraffe and the lungs of a 70-year-old fucking asbestos inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> just never just stops like a newborn giraffe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with giraffe as my fursona. First my fursona. <laughs> I like that. So the next question, we are going through Keith main quests uh, from the main quest podcast, his little series of questions. And the next one was, why does Ben hate video games? Which yeah. We talked about. A little we kind of, we kind of answered this, but yeah, kind of a, yeah. like I said, just overly critical. Yeah. It's just a dig about super Mario. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question uh, to Keith. Why do you hate Ooh. Ben? Oh, he was mocking me. On yeah, why you got to come at him like that? Come on. So I, I, I tweeted that I was playing control for the first time. And um, I was like, "What the fuck is up with the fresh old kids?" Mm-hmm. And he tweeted a he tweeted back a gif of like a fridge, and I was like, "I can't tell if this is a reference or if you're mocking me." And then Eric from Sidequesting popped in and was like, "No, I'm also playing Control for the first time, and all he's talked about for two days is the fresh old kids." So he's like, <laughs> I think "He's serious." So um, they're super fucking creepy. They're terrifying. Like, the first video is the only one I've seen. And the girl, the guy comes up and is like, what's wrong? And then the girl's like, my mom's dead. And you're just like, oh, okay. Cool. Um, super creepy puppets. Is, yeah. yeah. We love we next. love you, Keith, if you're listening. We still, yeah. we, st- we don't hate you. We know you jest. Yeah, we know you jest. The next the question from, oh, fuck. Okay, sorry. I clicked, I clicked on, I went back and I lost all the questions, but we're back now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his next question is, would you rather sneeze out of your butt or fart out of your nose. Okay. Sneeze out of your butt, yeah, surely. For no, sure. That's the easiest one. Because if you had to fel- smell your fart out of your nose every single time, that'd be awful. I hate, to, I hate to break this to you, but uh, 
I have intestinal issues, and I've definitely recreated the feeling of sneezing out of my ass before. Um, so, I mean, I'm lactose intolerant, and I still eat dairy, and I still so. sneeze out of my yeah, ass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I love chocolate, and I love ice cream, and vegan stuff is expensive. I will so say, sometimes. if you sneeze as much as Jared did out of your ass, you Ooh. may have a different answer. But like, Ooh, yes. I sneeze. I sneeze maybe once every three days like a normal fucking person so it would be fine but <laughs> if you're every, every hour on the hour just a cuckoo clock of allergies like it may be a different fucking Does, do you oh. sneeze the number of times is that 12 sneezes oh it's 12 o'clock i guess i guess we <laughs> yeah. gotta it's yeah. lunchtime 100 percent. hey i keep everything in check okay i keep you guys in a schedule so without That's my true. sneezes there'd be chaos <laughs> also like you know uh, some people I either don't know this or forget, but like your nose and your mouth are actually connected. Yeah. You do most of your, your taste from your nose. So if you was to fart from your nose, then you would also taste it simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awful. Um, yeah, that sounds terrible. Next question from gaming with the Brocast. They ask, are there any games that you really want to play through for the podcast, but are too long slash intimidating? Uh, first of all, saw, Um, and i don't know if you guys have answers but 100 percent, i know one game yeah go for it it's chrono trigger (laughs) (laughs) chrono trigger's 27 hours we did ocarina that was 26 that's true yeah um no persona 5 100 percent. i even yeah i even asked jared about this a couple of times and i'm like uh, like how how would we break up a 110 hour game (laughs) you don't that's that's the answer is you can't and that's not that's just like that's main story the main story is like 115 hours or so that's let alone spending any more time than just going through the story and anything else i don't have games that are too long to play necessarily that's never my problem for the most part i have games that are non-linear uh that i really enjoy like one of the things i really enjoy are farming simulators and exploration games and it's really difficult to make like episodes of a game like uh, astroneer or you know no man's sky or um slime rancher like it's just not it wouldn't be interesting for everyone so like i could stick them as interstitials i'm sure um but like those are the games i really enjoy and um but they're more experiential than they are uh, necessarily like a narrative thing that we can kind of cover on this podcast so it's not that they're too long it's just that i don't don't think it works in this format super well yeah i mean and that's that's one of the things about persona 5 uh sorry jared i was just gonna say quickly like me and Jared did talk about it briefly and he was like, you could do it as an interstitial, but I, I mean, I should say, first of all, I'm biased. Persona three is in uh, Persona five is in my top three games of all time. I fucking love that game so much. And I, I don't feel like it's doing it justice to like say, okay, let's play as much as we can in a week and then do an interstitial episode because Mm. realistically, you know, we're, we're, we're working people would get like maybe three or four hours in, in the week, which yeah. is a drop in a bucket of a, of a JRPG that size. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would, if it's one of those things, if, if time allowed, I would love to do that. 100%. Yeah. I think for me, you know, I, I really want to do more Zelda games on the podcast. And one that I want to do in particular is Twilight Princess, but it's like 40 hours. And so I'm just like, ah, I don't know. 
that's two ocarina of times <laughs> yeah yeah and that's just, how we measure everything when we right come, exactly we, we measure it in, in ocarina of times <laughs> and we've already played zelda so it would just be like jumping oh, there's definitely it. gonna be more zelda we play for this podcast i, 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 I was saying, saying that, that in hopes you'd agree with me but <laughs> no, no, no 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 sorry buddy um in any any jrpg that's like 40 50 hours is just like it's not great for yeah uh, this Derp. this the setup yeah um, I just, have i gone on my rpg rant on this podcast yes you have you've, get you've out of done, here you've done the mini ones where you're like you know every game's an RPG. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the main one okay yeah. all right i'm sorry i know we have a lot of things to cover i won't get into that but it is something that deeply upsets <laughs> we'll, me we'll have a whole episode about rpgs we'll have, we'll do more bonus episodes and we'll have one more kind okay. just rant about his hate for rpgs i appreciate that no, I don't hate RPGs. I hate the, the term RPG. Yes. Uh, I love RPGs, so I'm down no, for that I episode. Love, I love RPGs too. Okay, next question. We're moving on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Eric from the Sidequesting Podcast asks, he had a two-parter. First of all, what's your favorite game? And mm. what's your favorite Pokemon? Lit. Okay. okay, go on. Who wants to go first? You go first, Ben. Okay, yeah. uh, Mini Rant. Oh, I... <laughs> no, no, seriously, just like a one-sentence thing. I hate the idea of having a favorite something it's too stressful um i just don't like it i just don't like it like my top three games in no particular order metal gear solid last of us part one persona 5 and i love them all equally and i love them all for different reasons yeah. and to, to me they are all simultaneously my favorite games um when people ask me this question, I tend to say Metal Gear Solid because it's the one that I have the most emotional mm. attachment to. It's one of my earliest memories and all of that stuff that I've said before. So if I pick one, that's normally the one I go for because that's the one I have the yeah. most attachment to. And what's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, so I have mm. a um, I have a Squirtle Evolution toe on my arm. Mm. Um, Very cool. But it is very nice. So it's like a Pokeball open. It goes squirt of water at all. And then the laser of the Pokeball forms like a red silhouette of Blastoise behind uh, Wartel. It's very, very nice. Um, however, well, Squirt was my favorite starter, but my favorite Pokemon yeah. is Gengar. Ooh, that's a good one. Have, a good classic. I love Gengar. Um, I have a massive Glinda. Like we called it Glinda. Um, a massive Gengar plushie that I bought from the EGX convention I was talking about. Um, That's awesome. I fucking, I just love Gengar. I don't know what it is. I I think it was because of the early Pokemon anime, like the very first series. Um, That whole kind of, the episode where they're in the ghost tower Mm -hmm. with the haunters and stuff. Um, But yeah, I just, I just love Gengar. Ash has a Gengar in the new anime. That's one of his Pokemon. Oh, really? Oh, interesting interesting i'd say probably a close second is probably snorlax just because i'm a a lazy i'm a lazy big (laughs) fat cunt you you, you relate with snorlax yeah i relate spirit animal yeah that question where it was like you know what do you like what video game character do you relate to snorlax okay kai favorite game favorite pokemon go i already know the pokemon one but which favorite game Uh, okay wow so so kurt um yeah, I mean, I think I've mentioned Slime Rancher like nine times, um, mm-hmm. but I do really love that game. But I also love uh, Outer Wilds. It's probably the recent oh, game yeah. that I've been most like blown away by, um, as well as What Remains of Edith Finch. I really enjoy 
Um, generally, anything also that takes place in Canada and is an indie game. I think the Canadian Arts Council. I know you're laughing at me, but it is true. Like no, Long I Dark, know. We've played Kona, so many. Kona. Literally, so many games coming out of the like Canadian indie scene. I'm just absolutely fucking enamored with, and I think are incredible. So pretty much anything that that comes out of Canada, I'm really looking forward to playing. Um, uh, oh. What is the the Moonglow Bay? Moonglow um, Bay, yeah. Which is another like Canadian based uh, independent game. So that tends yep. to be the stuff I'm attracted to. Uh, me and Jared have probably played 3,000, 4,000 hours of Pokemon in our lifetime. Um, <laughs> if, yeah, at least. Yeah, at, at minimum. Uh, and Ampharos has always been and will always be my favorite Pokemon. Uh, it's it's yeah. perfect. And I always aspire to have one when we play uh, randomized uh, uh, Soul Links and Nuzlocke. Yeah. The most recent one we did, I did get an Ampharos, and then it died. Oh, and then you got another one. Died. So, I had to look it up because I, I didn't know the name. Yeah. Um, I think it's cute I, though. Shit. Oh, it's adorable. I oh, it evolves I, from a reap, doesn't it? Sorry, got Jared. Yeah, go. yeah. I think I reflect a lot what you were saying, Ben, about your favorite game. That I, God, I have so many games that are you know i've enjoyed experiences with for different reasons. But I think for this question specifically, I'll go with the game that I know left a lasting impression on me and i'll never forget and it's that last was part two i mean that was such uh, th- that game made me feel emotional with things that no game has ever made me feel before and it's just like mm-hmm. such a crazy experience and such i mean controversial at the time but such a good like we talked about uh we talked about kentucky red zero in our uh last resident evil episode but um well fuck where was i going with that <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I was trying to find a way of incorporating that we didn't just record a Resident Evil episode, <laughs> but that didn't work very well. No. Uh, yeah, just, oh, the discourse that it brings, like just the discourse mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. and the conversations I've had about Last of Us Part Two. I think it'll, it, that's definitely one of my favorite gaming experiences, even though that game is stressful and emotionally uh, just it, playing it during quarantine also was, <laughs> didn't help with it being an emotional experience. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite Pokemon, it's the same thing. I have so many favorite Pokemon. I'm going to go with Chandelure. I love Kai. I talk to Kai about Chandelure all the time. He thinks I'm a fucking crazy person for liking it, but he's such a cute little ghost. You garbage taste in Pokemon. I'm sorry. See, exactly. <laughs> this is what I fucking get. Chandelure is adorable. Okay. And Litwick is just so cute. Can I, I want to bounce off of what you said about last of us really quick before we go to the next question. Go for um, it. I I put The Last of Us Part 1 in my favorite games because it was the game that made me realize about video games as an art form and as Mm -hmm. a form of storytelling. I personally preferred The Last of Us Part 2 just purely because of what it did for the franchise. And every time I talk about it, I talk about how Mm -hmm. The Last of Us Part 1 was like really zoomed in. And then The Last of Us Part Two zoomed out and looked at the impact of, of everything that happened in the first one and how it all intertwined. Um, and I just, I loved the story and how it, the way it was told and what it did for all of the characters involved. Um, yeah. But I always put The Last of Us Part One on the list because mm-hmm. I just had a, it was the giraffe scene. That's the moment. I loved the whole game, but the giraffe scene from The, the Last of Us Part One. Is, is, it gets you. It's, that's the part. And I mean, yeah. it, it very briefly, it happens in The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Um, there's a section with a museum that Joel takes Ellie to. Oh, the spaceship. Yeah, fucking amazing. So good. Oh, my soul. So good. Um, 
Next, Next question, question is from Spinecrackers at the Spinecrackers pod. Spinecracker pod. <laughs> is uh, that um, a gaming podcast or like a chiropractic podcast? Like, what's? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe they're finding a uh, a cross between yeah, that, chiropractic yeah, and video they games. They just play Wii Sports and then also uh, <laughs> we do, do chiropractic tips. <laughs> okay, right. Okay. But they ask, what is the best Zelda boss of all time and the best Zelda dungeon? Right, I'll let you two go first. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, I'll go. So the best Zelda boss of all time is hands down Kalactos from uh, Skyward Sword. If you don't know, he is kind of this giant six-armed robot, and he carries these kind of giant um, like sickle blade things that he'll like spin and throw at you. And what you have to do is you have to break out his arms. And then what you can do is you can grab the weapons that he drops and use that to break this kind of cage shield that's on his chest. That's guarding his heart. Um, this game being right before breath of the wild, you can kind of see that the concept of, you know, having weapons other than just your main master sword and using other weapons uh, besides that, you can kind of see the, the foundation of that a little bit with this boss fight. So it's one, it's so fun. It's one of my favorite bosses. Uh, as for the dungeon, I think that the Forest Temple and Ocarina of Time is probably one of my favorites. Just the atmosphere it provides and the twisty hallways and the, the Poe ghosts and everything. It's just a fun dungeon overall. That's it. That's my TED Talk. That's, that's Kai has to go next because uh, I'm the least educated in the way. <laughs> um, okay. I'm trying to... I, I've never really thought of my favorite Zelda boss. I mean, I'm tempted yeah. to say Bongo Bongo. I have nothing more for the comedy of it. Like, I just think it's fucking like it's just a giant flappy dick that plays the bongos. It's just like, that's awesome. <laughs> that brings me so much joy. Um, best dungeon. Uh, best dungeon. Probably. I mean, my favorite game is Wind Waker, but I can't think of yeah. a single dungeon in Wind Waker. So well, there's like the one inside of the tree. There's like the Forsaken Fortress. There is the um, the fire dungeon. There's always a fire dungeon in all of those. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really necessarily have a favorite dungeon. I guess I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know. I guess well educated enough. Yeah, it was well educated enough in Zelda to be like, yes, this is why it stands out to me. I mean, I've enjoyed different aspects of the different games, but um, uh, yeah, I just hate Breath of the Wild, and I think it's overrated. And I wanted to put this in here somehow, (laughs) Um, and I didn't know how to really tie it to my answer, so I just, I'm just gonna state this again: Breath of the Wild is an overrated game. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Okay. Um, So I. I do not really play Zelda. Um, I think I said that on the yeah <laughs> on the on the series. Um, I've only ever completed Ocarina of Time and played the Majora's first Mask. section of Majora's Mask. Um, so, in terms of favorite bosses, I am stuck in the Ocarina. Uh, yeah. That's fine. The Ocarina know. one. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of liked Baronade. I think. Oh, interesting. I didn't like the Jabu Jabu dungeon. That was fucking awful. Yeah. Um, but I liked Baronade. I liked the mechanics. I liked the fact that I believe that was when you get the boomerang, and that's incorporated into the boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I like the way that it kind of it tied up everything that happened in mm. in Jabu Jabu. No, Baronade's, um, a, Baronade's a good boss fight. Uh, and in terms, go on. No, no, sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Continue. 
Oh no, as I say, in terms of um, dungeons, I'd say probably yeah, probably fire, probably forest temple from Ocarina. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I did kind of enjoy the fire temple though. Um, surprisingly, from memory, yeah, I think that was quite fun. Uh, hated the water temple, I know that much. Hated Jabu Jabu. Um, but yeah, sure. In in a in a year or so, I'll have more answers as to Zelda oh, oh, stuff. Yes. But There's definitely more Zelda on the horizons. I really like uh, Puppet Ganon from Wind Waker. I think. That's oh a yeah, good, that's a good boss fight. That is a good so, boss fight. Sorry, I had to I had to I had to look up things. Oh ow oh, a Baronade or Twin Rover. Ooh, I know Twin Rover is good too. I bitched about the Twin Rover boss fight and how she got all weird and sexy and stuff, but I'm here for the sexiness now. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just I like the mechanic of, of having the mirror shield and absorbing the magic and you know yeah. bouncing it off to the other one. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question is from Tippy at Tippy Town on Twitter. They run the uh, Tippy Town Wisdom podcast. Here's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Wisdom Zelda podcast. Oh, okay. uh, but they this ask, no "What's your question?" <laughs> no, it's not a Zelda question. <laughs> What's your favorite way to play your favorite game? Snacks, Ooh. blanket, lights off, okay. music, etc. Go. Uh, edibles. <laughs> be honest. Being high, as high, fuck. high as fuck, and this isn't a joke. I'm serious. Like, I'm sorry for those of you out there. Um, yes, me. Uh, often, me and Jared are inebriated, uh, especially yeah. when we play on the weekends. Um, so yeah. my favorite way to play a podcast Jared doesn't remember much. Is uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, Jared has the controller in his hand. I am observing uh, critically while blasted with a bowl of vanilla ice cream in my hand. And that is how I experience 90% of games on the weekend. But, um, uh, you know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to uh, reflect. I'm going to have to reflect that answer too. That's definitely my <laughs> favorite way to play my favorite <laughs> games. Uh, mine feel kind of shit now. No, no, <laughs> no. Because no, I mean, obviously it's a bit, bit different for you guys. Like decriminalized over there, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. First, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. There's, yeah, a so still... There's a dispensary in every corner. Yeah, we literally live we live on the main street in our town where every dispensary is. So like we live on a street called and there is just like literally. 15 to 10 on our street. So um, yeah, I mean over here you still get like 15 years for having a 20 bag on you. That's like, oh, Jesus. It's crazy. It's there. They 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 clamp down on on it big time over here. Wow. Yeah, but um, you actually have gun control, so you know. It's, <laughs> it's true we do have gun control but we also have absolutely rampant knife crime yeah uh, i think it was like triple digits of people involved oh, in fuck. knife crime last like last year alone That's awful. it was uh yeah um but my favorite games i'm so ellie i had to explain this to ellie i'm one of these people i play games in the dark yeah so we have a spare room at the house um that we call like the game room or the activity room and it's just kind of like I've got my PC here. Ellie's got a little desk for her to do stuff, or we're going to buy her a desk soon. Uh, I've got my electric drum kit. So I I will sit in here with the lights off in my chair, headphones on, just fully fucking absorbed. Yeah. Um, and that's that's my way <clears throat> to play it. I like to, you know, it's, it's just cliche to say it's escapism, but for me it is. It's like I will literally just switch off and i won't think of anything else other than the game um ideally i like to be sort of comfy on a sofa like laying down slightly or something but Mm -hmm. um 
I also like just sort of sitting in my gaming chair. And just, yeah. Just normally I'll have like relaxing. a yeah, you know, a little drink on the side, maybe a couple of couple of munchies, <laughs> nothing that's like greasy or sugary or couple of nothing Xanax. on my hands. <laughs> really yeah. Conked a, out. Cup, a cup full of ground Adderall. You uh, know? I will. Yeah. I will add to not sound like a like a fucking stoner. Uh, Tuesdays are the Bachelor and the Bachelorette and the Bachelorette in in, uh, in, in Paradise or whatever all those shows are called. And both of our significant others uh, watch those religiously, yeah. uh, which means on Pokemon, we get to go upstairs and we will play Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, uh, so we always we, yeah Tuesday is Pokemon Day and we'll play like two and a half hours of whatever we're playing through, which is yep. Ruby Red at the moment. Correct. We are playing through. Oh God. Um, Omega Omega Red. What is it? No. Omega GS Ruby. GS Chronicles. GS Chronicles. It's like the a Game Boy remake of Gen yeah. Two. We we tend okay. to play a lot of the fan made uh, Pokemon the games. Hacks. The yeah, ROM, ROM hacks. Yeah. Um, oh, you'd like Nuzlocke and stuff. Then. Oh yes, that's usually what we I've do. I've not done one yet. And I'm so like, oh. we we airplay it from a like 2011 MacBook Pro that <laughs> has been like hand me downed twice. Uh, that has yeah. so many viruses on it that literally pop ups just like you get like the McAfee pop ups every 10 minutes. It's like <laughs> we have detected 111 viruses. <laughs> it's just like. Uh, and those are some of my my favorite like actually gaming like experiences. Just There's a couple oh, yeah. of ROM hacks I've seen that like do like the story of uh, fire red from the persona like from the perceptive of team rocket and stuff yeah there's those there's some that follow like the anime so there's rom hacks that'll be like ash and it'll follow you'll start with pikachu and you'll go and have all the things that happen in the show oh that's cool yeah, i'll also say like fun. my uh i enjoy couch co-op games that's another Ooh, way yeah like on my sort of top tier ways to enjoy games i love just fucking sitting down with a bunch of friends like i said earlier about stick fight or mm. you know just playing fighting games um but my other thing that i enjoy doing at the minute sometimes is like when i'm playing resi or whatever i will be playing it in the front room because the ps4 is connected to the tv in there right. um just because you know I, i'm a technology simp and you know 4k <laughs> playstation 4k tv <laughs> Yeah, so I'll be playing Resident Evil, and then it's one of those things where, like, Ellie's not watching, but she's kind of watched. Like, I've been playing Control, like I said, and I had to go and talk to Emily Pope, one of the characters. Yeah. And I was running around trying to find her, and Ellie's not really been paying attention. She's been doing her whole thing the whole time. And she was like, Boo. She was like, she calls, we called each other Boo. She was like, Boo, that's not Emily Pope. And I was like, How do you, you haven't even looked up. How the fuck do you know? <laughs> And she's like, I know what she looks like. She's blonde. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, you're right. She's blonde. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. Yeah. That's and just, it's, sometimes it's nice to have a, a backseat gamer, a little a couch yeah. co-op person. That's just literally kind of... what I've been serving as for Jared for <laughs> He's 23 been a couch years. partner for our entire lives. <laughs> like, hey, you fucking idiot. I know I haven't been paying attention, but uh, you need to go that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. just nice to experience it in different ways. <laughs> We are oh. wrapping up to our last final set of questions. This next oh. set is from Ellie again. Okay. Uh, oh God, okay. And she asks, what's a video game you dislike, but everyone loves? Okay. Thank you for allowing <laughs> me to uh, recreate my TED talk. Breath of the fucking Rock. wild. All right. Let's just you, give him the floor for like three minutes. Let, let me. Minutes. Oh, God. I am so tired of little ass Nintendo simps just being like, Breath of the Wild is the greatest game ever made. It's so good. First of all, it is, a, it is an okay game. It's a solid seven out of ten. 
which is fine. Like they did yeah. a good job. I'm not debating that Breath of the Wild has great aspects to it. You, you However, don't dislike Breath of the Wild. You dislike the people around Breath of the Wild that 100%. claim that it's the best game in the yes. world. There is literally the least amount of enemies in that game of, of any game. There's like four skins and they just recolored them to be different difficulties. And it's mind blowing to me. Like why? Also, you had... Every other Zelda game has amazing dungeons that are like environmentally interesting and are very different and use mechanics very well and are like long and puzzly. And in this game, it's literally just like little puzzle mini games. And people are like, yeah, that's fine with me. This is, this is amazing. It's like, no, this is not amazing. This is terrible. Who decided this? They're all the same. Literally through the entire fucking game, every goddamn dungeon looks exactly the same. And don't and the stupid stamina bar that they decided to implement for some goddamn reason and the fact that yeah, it rains can, every 20 fucking seconds in that game. degradation. <sighs> you can blame yeah. Skyward Sword for the, uh, the stamina thing because that's where that started. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. It, it's good. It is good. It is it should not have been game of the year, but it is good. Yeah. Hopefully there's lots of things that the sequel will improve on from that yes. game. Yeah. There's yeah. potential. Uh, I don't disagree with a lot of your points. I mean, I that's one of my favorite uh, experiences. I really love Breath of the Wild, but it's definitely not my, you know, favorite Zelda game. And it definitely took things away, like you said, dungeons and stuff that I really enjoyed. That's why going into Skyward Sword after Breath of the Wild was so refreshing because I had that kind of, you know, old... Z- the old typical Zelda formula where it's go to your dungeons, get your things and then continue. But I, I hear you. It's okay. I, I understand. And you're you are validated. Are valid, yeah, you're validated. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. I still don't have an answer. So you go. Okay. Um, well, you're lucky. I've got a couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, first and foremost, obviously one super Mario RPG. I knew, I knew I, it was going. <laughs> I just don't see it. I really don't fucking see it. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it, but Animal Crossing's New Horizon. Mm. You just couldn't get uh, into it. No, I loved it. I loved that game. I bought I bought it a week after it came out. Ellie got it, and I was watching her play, and I was like, God damn, this is fucking adorable. I want to be a part of this. And, and it was just, like, it was okay for about five months, mm-hmm. and then it was just fucking tedious. Yeah. You log on every day, and you do your rock hitting and you get your items and yeah they they promised loads of in-game events and they were just awful like yeah. fucking oh my god bunny day they did this easter all those, event all those eggs <laughs> yeah they did an easter event where you had to find loads of eggs and then give them to this really fucking annoying easter bunny and oh my god and then halloween was a letdown i didn't really like halloween you basically collected loads of candy and gave it to this jack-o'-lantern and he gave you stuff. It took me 15 minutes to get all of the Halloween items. To to, to kind of play, play off of what you're saying, like, it is interesting to me how popular Animal Crossing became. And, like, it was, like, such a cultural thing in 2020. And as someone who, like, actually plays that genre of game, like, once again, I love Astroneer. I love fucking No Man's Sky. And that's what that is, pretty much, is it's, like, these games yeah. where you just, like, farm shit and build like your own little society like it's it not, didn't appeal it's, to you it's not a good version of that like it's super simplistic which is like what interests me about those games is how complicated and complex those building systems can get especially in something like uh like i know i keep going back to Ashenir, but like that's an incredibly complicated oh, game and that's like but, that's the fun of it is like yeah. you i know. think that's why it took off a lot though too because it wasn't that complicated that it, and, yeah, and, it, and it, i 
it also took off with people who don't play games, which I think yeah, is, is exactly. like so you know, many people in my friends, like in my friends group, my best mate's mum took over his switch to play animal crossing yeah exactly. our friends bought switches to play animal crossing her mum bought a switch to play animal crossing yeah. and it's not that animal crossing is a bad game it's just that it becomes very stale yeah and they haven't done enough to support it to keep my personal interest yeah. and they've recently just announced a bunch of stuff like they've Which finally super done interesting actually they've done a bunch like sheds so now you can access your storage from anywhere on the island hmm. brewster's back but he's in the museum he doesn't have it's just i yeah. i enjoyed the game i personally wouldn't play another one i don't think um mm. i've heard a lot of people say that new leaf is better yeah um, i've heard that too Apparently, New Leaf is great, but honestly, I came out of Animal Crossing stopping playing it and wanting to play Stardew Valley. That's all that Stardew game Val- did for Stardew me. Valley is really good. You should definitely play Stardew Valley. Um, it, and I looked at the yeah. Astroneer as well, because it's on Game Pass, and that was one that, that kind of piqued my interest, but... Yeah. yeah stardew valley is like the gamers uh animal crossing like it's animal crossing yeah. with more ability to do things and especially form relationships because like that's yeah. i think one of the places that animal crossing really lets, lets itself down is like a lot of Material. people play these games to like build relationships within the game with different characters and kind of like create a story of their own whereas animal crossing is just like do you want to be my friend and like that's the entire end of the yeah there's, there's not there's not much of relationship building outside <laughs> right of whereas, whereas in other games there's much more of that that you can yeah when i was again i was listening to jiggle physics and yeah they were talking about how you can like marry people and romance yep. them and mm-hmm. divorce them and shit and i was like oh my yeah. god and there's dungeon crawling too, which just makes it even more exciting. Um, uh, okay, next I've got question. one more. Oh, okay, I know, I've got one more, and you okay. haven't answered. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he, tried, he tried getting out of this shit. Fuck. Um, my last one is another game that I don't hate. I just don't see <laughs> the appeal for it, and I don't. I like it, and I enjoy playing it. Um, Skyrim. <gasps> wow, I love Skyrim. I know. We did. We actually just beat Skyrim recently. It was so good. Well, beat. We beat it. Well, there's so much left of it that we. There's so much more to do. I enjoy Skyrim, and I enjoy being in the world. It's a very interesting world to be in, and it's very well written lore. It's you know kind of Bethesda's golden age, in my personal yeah. opinion. You know that age where they did like Fallout Three and Skyrim, like. I just I don't see the hype around it personally, yeah, yeah. and maybe it's because I only started playing it in 2019. That was the first time I played it. Oh, I played it so much in high school, <laughs> so much Skyrim. I played it on stream with a bunch of people, and people were telling me like, sort of, oh, okay, go here, do this, like, sort of instructing me. I'm like, oh, if you want to do this quest, go to this place. Yeah, and it was fun, but. I, I think I've just I've missed the hype train, you know. What yeah. is it like ten year anniversary now? Well, hey Ben, you're in luck because on November 11th another version is coming out for current gen yeah. consoles. So Sky, there you go. Skyrim has the, the same kind of issue that I think GTA Five has, which is like and GTA it's so successful that they just keep porting Pumping it, pumping it out. Yeah, because they they know it's going to make money. It's like a it's it, yeah. It's like I think the first time in video games we've really had like th- this the idea of like a classic. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we have, like, the first Super Mario games, and those are classic because I think they're, like, pinnacle pieces of art that, like, everyone uses as a reference. But for the most part, like, 
our generation now has kind of defined like you know gta 5 skyrim some of the zelda games as like these classic games and so they just keep boarding them because they know that the next generation is going to buy them they know that we're going to buy the remastered versions and so it's like well it's it's literally what todd howard said there was an interview when they announced the 10th anniversary and they were like you know people was kind of they said to him, like, you know, people are kind of memeing the fact that Skyrim's coming to another generation again. And he straight up just said, if you stop buying it, we will stop making it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 it's also not fair. I think the, the video game community is overly critical of this. And like, I, and I, I do it. Overly critical about everything. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but this in particular of like remaking these games and like remastering them or, or reshading them, really, it's not even a full remaster. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it's not fair to be like oh this is you know holding back games in general like play indie games then like mm-hmm. like they're there yeah. like fuck you like stop complaining also you, no one else complains about this in any other well i, I do mean, all the time i complain this about <laughs> film all the time but that's not the point most people don't complain about this when it comes to music like people are still buying dark side of the moon because it's fucking amazing and because people yeah. want to experience it and they're going to yeah. sell it in different forms because people are interested in it. So don't get mad because Bethesda and also the technology selling... changes and yeah, it, exactly. it comes out for the more recent, the updated technology. And not only that, they'll like, they'll remaster it. They'll master it in MQA. They'll do like a full studio master of dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, people just want to experience good art and like, I'm not against them continually remaster. I do think that they should try to continue to push the boundaries of what they've done and that right. there should probably be another Skyrim in the franchise. But like, but I'm never going to get still trying to that, do that too, you know, yeah, I, but I'm never going to get mad at, at a game studio being like, this is something that is like recognized as a great piece of art and we're just going to yeah. stop making it. And especially with how consoles work, like that's not fair. Like what, mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to buy a PS3 so I can play Skyrim. Like, yeah, of course, bring it yeah. on to the new console. People are going to want to play it. Yeah. All right, Jared. Um, yeah. For me, I, I couldn't. I didn't think of an answer this whole time, and then right as you finished talking about it, it clicked in my head. Cause you brought up Skyrim, Bethesda, Fallout Four. God, he I hates Fallout. Don't like Fallout. It is I don't a know, bad Fallout game. I don't know what it is. I, I guess I didn't play enough of three. I played a ton of three in high school, but I didn't progress at all i don't remember enjoying my experience there and it's interesting because i love things i love fallout new vegas and i beat that game and i love the outer wall outer worlds uh that game was oh, see, the problem is you like you like obsidian exactly you don't like i like bethesda. obsidian's <laughs> versions of what fall of what bethesda does and i could not get into fallout 4 and the janky like town builder thing it just was not compelling at all i didn't there's nothing wrong with you i mean i'm a massive fallout fan um and fallout 4 is just a bad game okay the the settle the settlement mechanics are awful awful they made it like an fps the whole appeal of fallout was the vat system and then they made it so that you could just aim down sites and shoot people and it's Mm -hmm. just it was i respect that they tried something new um i just personally didn't like it yeah next question is still from ellie is other than video games what do you do to relax okay um, okay, I mean, she knows what I do because we oh. live together. <laughs> oh. oh wow! Oh, no, God. nothing like that. Um. <laughs> no, I, like I said before, I like I play drums. Um, yeah. Getting my kit set back up again, my electric drum kit, nice. so I can get back into that. Um, I enjoy doing amateur photography. <gasps> we're gonna be we're, f- we're gonna be best friends. I fucking love photography. Um, it's something that I'm trying to learn how to do. Doing. And rather than being like a point and click photographer, I'm trying to learn about like composition and things like that. 
So okay. me and Kai are little art boys, so that makes yeah, us happy. Yeah, we're, we're little angsty art boys, so. Ah, oh, dude, we should make like a Discord photography channel. I'm <gasps> down for that. 100%. 100%. Kai, Kai, what, is, what do you do to relax okay. besides playing Well, games? you know, I'm always embarrassed about this stuff because I literally am a human being. That's a stereotype. Fucking but, masturbate uh, all day. I mean, I do masturbate. I think we should normalize that <laughs> masturbation is healthy and you it's can healthy. come at me if you don't believe it, but it's a great way to relax. Anyway, that's not the point. I mean, sure, that's fun, but I'm a hipster. I'm sorry. It's true. I collect vinyl. I repair old vintage electronics. Uh, I have a reel-to-reel behind me at the moment that I rebuilt. I love espresso. I am obsessed with that. I have a Lapavoni lever machine that I tenderly rebuilt. Um, and uh, additionally, I'm a huge film uh, photography fanatic, um, and so I've been doing that for the last like ten years on and off. Um, yeah. My job right now is a little hectic; it has been for the last like year and a half. Um, but yeah. fortunately, I am transitioning out of that, so hopefully, I have more time to actually do things to to relax. And honestly, this podcast is like one of the things yeah, that I, I do for myself say. during the week, where it's like this is this is my time. Like this is something I enjoy doing. Yeah. I get to obviously talk to you guys and like talk about art which is something i'm deeply passionate about in all forms um yeah and so yeah i really look forward to our our weekend yeah. recordings Same. like yeah. i wake well, up and on saturday and i'm like and that's yeah. kind of what i was gonna go with too is uh i would say art is probably a good uh way for me to relax similar to you kai i think that I mean, job and just overall where's, motivation. Where's that, where's, where's that? Where's that cover art for our <laughs> second series? Uh, we don't talk what about What second that. series? What? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking the, about exactly. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like things like that. I did a lot of like during quarantine. I remember I was doing an art piece for every game that we completed because Kai and I just blew through a shit ton of games during that eight months that both of us didn't have school and were and unemployed. We played like 50, 50 games or some something in 2020. Yeah, 20, something 2020, insane. we completed like 48 or 50 games. It's like a yeah. game a week. And these are, no, shit. and it was like we were playing it three was, games at a time and we were com- these are not like oh we're gonna play like an hour-long indie game we, we, were, we were playing skyward sword we we're playing like 60 hour games skyrim skyward, skyward sword yeah red dead redemption <laughs> 2 we finished yeah that's a great game it is a great, great game. game um but yeah doing art uh in all forms whether it's you know creating on InDesign and illustrator or i also do photography as well um doing things like that music i play guitar i think just chilling on my guitar like out on the porch is really fun and relaxing but definitely this podcast like this is even though it has to pertain to the video games that we are playing i just want to be clear we live in an apartment we do not have a porch (laughs) it's kind of like a little what would you call that a a deck Deck? it's a deck deck. (laughs) whatever I just, I just, uh, I didn't know that people are going to imagine you sitting out in like Kentucky I was somewhere on the porch, yeah. just like with a bottle of moonshine next to you. <laughs> Homemade moonshine. We live um, in like a modern ass apartment building. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, art is definitely something that I do to relax. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, same. Being creative, like I, yeah. it's, it's weird. Like people hate editing. I love editing. Yeah. I love editing this podcast and video editing and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're grateful that you enjoy doing that. Um, <clears throat> last question from Ellie. She asks, if you can bring one game to the real world, what would it be? Oh, oh shit. Easy. So easy. Slime Rancher. Oh, go on then. Pokemon. Oh, 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 shit. That's, 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 it. that's fine. That's yeah. A, that's a good answer. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. That is a really good answer. Legalize f- animals fighting. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> For our own personal gain and accomplishments. Fuck, yeah. Because the thing is, there's a lot of games that I love that I would love to 
be in, but like in a virtual sense. Like, yeah. I I would love to be in Fallout. Do you know what I, I mean? Wouldn't. But I don't want Fallout to be my world. I'd be like, wow, my graphics are really bad. <laughs> oh, I'm using a ten year old engine. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I think yeah, sort of piggyback off of you, Kai. Yeah, Pokemon. I didn't yeah, even think yeah, of that. All around. All around the world. Hundred percent. All around the world. That's why Thank I just—I literally just capture pigeons. I just <laughs> have a shoebox filled with pigeon corpses. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, our last series of questions is from Keith from the Main Quest podcast. First one he asks is: Is Canada just America's DLC? Which I mean, I think that's the hard-hitting question that we all have to answer. Yeah, but. In in that instance, America is a dystopian fucking like dumpster fire. Yeah, think America think is a Fallout game, and Canada is the DLC to that. Oh, which here, is- I, got, I got the perfect example. Think of America as like launch No Man's Sky. You know, everyone's oh, angry at it. everyone's angry at it. No, no, no. no, no. It, likes it, it. It's, it's even it's even better because everyone uh th- it, like in theory it sounds really great, and everyone's yeah, exactly. like, yeah. And then in practice, it's just a fucking garbage fire. But yeah. but after years, we have this DLC that's really good and honestly makes us better. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. It's a, like, oh yeah, the land of the free, and then you get there and you're like, what the fuck is this? I'm a huge free. politics junkie, and so I watched the uh, Canadian elections over the last uh months Just you explaining it to me was like this is much better yeah. than our okay own politics. first of all it, it is literally like a diversity panel that they like they could not have pulled more it was like a, a Sikh dude and obviously justin trudeau who's the current prime minister of canada and then there's the fucking quebecois that are just like quebec is its own country it is not part of canada and it's just it's great it's hilarious there's like the fucking native uh native people that are represented in their parliament and like not all, just a bunch of old white dudes yeah, and even the conservatives, like the conservatives of Canada, are what we consider liberal in America. They're like, yes, you shall still have healthcare, but we believe in the, the economy. And then, and then in America, you just have like a fat racist who's just like, black people should die by the police, and that's considered yeah. our politics, which is just fucking insane to me. But uh, yeah. yeah, I would, lo- I would love to live in Canada. Canada, if you're recruiting, um, <laughs> we're here. Well, we we I'm can here. sponsor us, Canada. You know. I see this 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 question's like problematic for me as a as a British person. <laughs> um, <laughs> where where do your loyalties lie? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it's awkward because uh, at one point we came over and was like, yeah, this is ours now. That's um, true. And we did it with Canada as well. I uh, mean, Canada, I believe, is still connected theoretically to the English government, right? I believe certain parts of it are because yeah. you have like British Columbia and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. they have the Queen on their money and shit, so. Mm-hmm. They um, also call their money loonies and toonies. So God, he loves that fact so much. He pulls that out. All the time. I just, I, as a British person, I would say I, I would agree with you. I feel like Canada may be America's DLC, but it's, it's the In improvement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like you know, just the fact that they have free healthcare, man. Like <sighs> Canada yeah. is destiny too. America was supposed to. America was supposed to be a ten-year game, it's baby. Ten-year game, and then, and, then it, and then it was just like, ooh, no, it is not. And then they were like, Destiny Two, Electric Boogaloo, Canada. It's kind of like, uh, like everybody started playing the game, and that's America. And then all of the people who were non-toxic and were like, Do you know what, I don't want to deal with if like sweaty, toxic, fucking gamer twats formed their own fin, and that's how we got Canada. Yep. 
There you go. Uh, okay, next question from Keith. He said, if we're getting podcast- canceled after that. <laughs> yeah, really. If your podcast was a scented candle, what aroma would it be? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Doritos and Mountain Dew. Is that a candle <laughs> scent? <laughs> it is now. It is, yeah. it is now. <laughs> just gamer bros, just Mountain Dew and Doritos. I don't know. It depends what, because I mean, I like I like sandalwood. I like like really Ooh. like. That's a manly yeah. scent. I just, I like, I mean, I'm not a big sort of, actually tell a lie. We have a black cherry candle here. That's fucking Ooh. so good. Ooh. What's the one that you've burned downstairs, Kai? What is uh, that? Is that's that just like a nice pine candle. Oh. I feel I like know. we're a nice pine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're broadly appealing. We're like pine, but then pine with hints of like saffron. So it's like broadly appealing, mm-hmm. but then there's yeah. moments where you're like, you get a little, the fuck like, is a little that? spice in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're a cayenne pine candle. <laughs> what if a, what if a candle scent is like appealing to masses of people, but then has a core audience who really enjoy the smell <gasps> where that smell. We're a gasoline candle. You shouldn't like it, but you're doing exactly. You, <laughs> you know that it's totally aroused by the scent of gasoline. And you know you shouldn't smell it. It but is, you do it is literally burning your brain cells, but at the same time, you're like, this is kind of this is kind of nice. <laughs> I enjoy that. Yeah, we, we destroy brain cells, but people keep but, coming. Exactly. But the, the longer you expose yourself to it, the more loopy and the more you're enjoying it. So exactly. that sounds like our podcast. Okay. okay. The last <laughs> and final question, the hard hitting question from Keith. All right. Mary, fuck, kill, Malo, Gino, Booster. This is piss easy. Is it? Go for it then. Yeah. Marry Gino, kill Mallow, fuck Booster. Booster does seem like he'd be like a freak in the bed, you know? Right? But you wouldn't want to marry him because he's batshit crazy. Mallow's just right. a little bitch. So you I just, just get rid of him. shit out of Mallow. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be so soft. He'd be so soft. Yeah. He'd be great. Mm. Also, depending on what you're in, he se- he seems submissive as fuck, so you can just take advantage of that, you know? Not him. Don't take advantage of him. I'd kill Booster, because he's kind of gross. And then oh, I man. guess I'd marry Gino, but I'd fuck the shit out of Malo. Jesus, I'm, man. I don't know. I'm curious about, like... I reckon Booster's a kinky motherfucker. If yeah, I marry Malo, do I get to continually fuck him? No. Yeah. Everybody knows that when you get married, sex stops. That's like the, okay. the trope, right? <laughs> Well, you know what? Here, here, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to kill Booster. I'm okay. going to fuck Gino, and I'm going to marry Malo for his money. Oh, true. He's a prince. Oh, He's a prince. Shit. I'm marrying him for his fucking money. And then I, I can just, I that. can just fuck cloud bitches in the castle all the time. Exactly. That's or what I'm going on. Cloud bitches. If, or wait, hang on. Wait. If you if you marry Malo, yeah. is it wrong to have sex with the woman who was posing as queen? No. No. It's ferotic. Yeah. I, I think I might have to marry Mallow then. Okay. Wow. I don't you took a, a 180 from killing him to fucking him. So. I mean, I, w- I will say... <laughs> I guess it's a fine line. What is worth more, uh, worldly uh, possessions or being amongst the stars? Because isn't Gino like an alien? So no, I, I'm, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. I reckon Gino treat me right. So I marry Gino and Booster's a freak. So I got to experience that once in my yeah. life. I mean, you so got to kill yeah, Booster. Yeah. He's the he's the weakest link of those, of those characters. Oh, no, man. Are you serious? Booster? Yeah, for sure. Nah, man. Fuck we all Mello. know that, uh, that <laughs> he, he would both marry and fuck Johnny, though. All three. Oh, 100%. 100%. Not I even everything. Yeah, I'd kill all three of those characters just to just to have a nice little handy with Johnny. Just to sniff his blowhole. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's just Dude, I already ordered a cup of his uh his ocean water off uh off his website. Oh, off Etsy, the pirate so. water, yeah. Yeah, the pirate water. So I'm, yeah. I'm go it was sold out when I got there. Oh shit, you didn't get it in time? Damn. Nah, there was a who was oh, it was one of my old friends. He said something before. He was talking about some like actress he thought was like super hot. And he said that he would crawl for a mile of broken glass just to get her sniff a sniff of her ass. And I was like <laughs> Are you okay, bro? That's a vibe. Like, that's that's like... commitment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, guys, that was our Q and A episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's fucking long, I think, and it, it was like all two hours. Maybe, bro. I, hope, like two I hope I hope we're not canceled after this. Yeah, I mean, I canceling isn't real, but I hope our right. Canadian audience is going to go up by a thousand percent, though. I can get oh, being positive. Uh, we have one. Th- we have another thing before we go to announce. We have something very special that's happening. We are starting a brand new series here on Play Along Podcast. This is the first time you're hearing about it. Yeah, it, it definitely hasn't been talked about like high every fucking episode that we've done since we've talked about it. Sorry, guys. Uh, do you want to? <laughs> who, who gets to? I mean, you're the you're the, the, the yeah. Here, uh, I so named it. I sent kind of name. So essentially, the concept is it's going to focus around guests because we wanted we wanted to have guests on our show since Publicity. we started it. Oh no, but, yeah, guests. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. it's yeah. literally impossible to have guests on the show. It, it's a little <laughs> difficult with how we have ours formatted, formatted, formatted. So we have the show, and it's called Get Wrecked. And essentially the concept is one of us, so either myself, Kai, or Ben, will be doing kind of like normally how that works. (laughs) I meant like one of us independently. Okay, right. So all three of us. And our new fourth guest that's coming in. No. Uh one of us will be doing a podcast one to one, one on one with a one of our friends off the internet, whether it's another podcaster, whether it's, you know, friend of the show or whatever. And we're going to recommend them a game that they've never played. And they'll recommend us a game that we've never played. And essentially mm-hmm. what we'll do is on the first half of the podcast, we'll talk about one game and the second half we'll talk about another game. It's really just, we're not requiring people to finish games. Let's play as much as you can in the time frame, And then we just come to talk about it. But one of the things I really enjoyed or have enjoyed from play along podcast is all of the games that I wouldn't I wouldn't usually go to or games that I might have missed. Um, and this is another great way of doing that. You know, we all have these big gaps in our backlog, you know, big series that we've missed or little indie gems that just have passed us by. And I think this will be a great way to not only play and get those experiences, but hear experiences from people that have played those games before. So that's our new show. And the first episode is going to come out next week. Week from when this one's up. You're listening to this right now. Dude, Next week, we have so up. much should content. Be, much, should <laughs> be like roughly the 18th of November, I yeah. think. It was yeah, about, about then. That's about then, yeah. And the first episode will be with Ben and Eric. Eric? Yeah, Eric of Game Positive. Game Positive. And you guys have to just wait and see what games they talk about. Hmm. To be fine but yeah, but yeah if you're we've... interested if you want to be on the the show shoot us a message on twitter and we will get something together or wherever you yeah. can find us we've got Instagram a couple in the backlog anyway um right. like sort of planned and then i think i think we're planning to do like one a month roughly yes yes yeah, so it'll be about once a month they come out and we're looking at the third thursday of every month so like the third yeah. thursday of every month is when you'll get an extra bonus episode with us and the new series get wrecked because it's like recommended yeah. and that's what the play is the kai is responsible for that so thank give you. him a round of applause thank you thank yeah. you well done thank kai you. well done thank you um i'm very interested in this because it also is gonna allow us to do some slightly longer episodes maybe 
Yeah. Only slightly, only slightly longer <laughs> games is what I mean. Like you know, we can we can progress up, you know, not to like the hundred hours, but maybe we can right. we can tickle the the you can feet be playing of the thirty five like hours three weeks before you record, and then I'm with two people who love long podcasts, and I'm a I'm a short podcast yeah. hoe. I'm like a. I mean, bro, I'm I'm at work all day. I need that fucking two hour shit. Oh, yeah. I watch I Twitch to... all day at work, which is probably the problem. <laughs> that is just I, like seven hours I of free content. To, but... uh, at work the other day from the back page they had a three-hour episode and i was like i'm here for it hmm. when that's you why i like venture maidens they're, they're, they're like two and a half hours their podcast yeah. is called back page yeah the back page podcast that's interesting back page is a is a website where you uh um buy prostitutes well it was yeah. before it was closed by the u.s government legalized sex uh-huh. work uh i think it's very important but also yes Interesting name for a podcast. Um, yeah, they are both English and they're from like, the back page, which probably has a different could, meaning. For some reason, after what Kai said, I kind of expected them to be like reviewing <laughs> prostitutes or something. No, they don't. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear they don't. Crystal, <laughs> Crystal Sparkle Tits is, uh, she's a great one. You know, solid, both, solid seven out of ten. They both come from the journalism they, background, so. There's my New Jersey here. accent. So there, there you go. Yeah, no. My literal yeah. go-to for any situation. <laughs> You'll hear more of that in future episodes where Kai will hopefully pull out some more of his uh, more impressive accents that he's been holding back from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, thanks, thanks for listening, you guys. You know, this episode was to celebrate our getting thousand listens, and here's to a thousand more. We had fun. Maybe we'll do more of these. Give we'll, us some we'll reviews. Do. Give us some yeah. one-star reviews, the three-star reviews, the five-star reviews. Kai is absolutely begging to chastise somebody. I know. People are so nice. You're all way too nice. You 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 can be mean, I promise. I'm okay. People have people have been mean to me forever. (laughs) 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 uh, We're gonna let you go before this gets too long. Thanks for listening. Cutting us off. (laughs) Yeah, I'm cutting you off. We're done. (laughs) See you when we see you next time. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Q and A. It was fun. <laughs>